for listening to DIY Money, heard weekly around the world. You can follow DIY Money on Facebook, join the DIY tribe, on Instagram at DIY.money, and search DIY Money on YouTube. DIY! Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. What was that? I don't know. I got a little waggle and a wiggle. What's shaking, Daniel? It's another it's another podcast day. How was your Thanksgiving? There you go. People will be listening to this in mid-December, being like, what are they talking about? They will, probably December 9th, unless they listen to it a few days after. Uh, it was a great Thanksgiving. We grilled some steak uh, with some chimichurri. Okay. Very non-traditional. Non-traditional. It's 2020. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised your steak didn't grill you. 2020 style. Boom. We did a 23-pound turkey for five of us. Awesome. Yeah, because everybody abandoned our... Our uh, holiday festivities. As they should. They were being responsible. Well, what happened was we had some, some you know, close contact positivity cases, that sort of thing. And, you know, it close is what it is. Close contact positivity. Yeah. Break it down. You'll understand what I mean. Boom. Circle <laughs> back around. All right. Let's go. Let's not mess around today. We got some good questions. But first, let me share with you DIY Tribe. I mean, it's not really about finances anymore over there. It's more about, it about motivation, getting your life together, uh, you know, where you're going, setting goals, 2021. So if you need a little pep in your step and you're still on the Facebook, which is kind of an oxymoron because if you go there, I tend to get really drained. Uh, so you know what? Just queue up that group. That's the DIY tribe. You can subscribe to that or join that. We will let you in. It's a private group. Uh, but, you know, it's a daily dose of motivation from yours truly, talking about everything under the sun. And we're getting some nice interaction, too, so I really appreciate those loyal listeners out there that are chiming in and posting some things and so forth. About 500 people in that group right now, which is fun. Tell me about the Insta page, Daniel. Insta page is rolling. DIY.money. Uh, DIY.money. You got to get the dot in there. Throw the dot. It's very important. Yep. Uh, yeah. Taking the month off of Coffee Talk, we're getting queued up for January uh, to come along with some more guests. Uh, people are sharing their Spotify, uh, their top podcasts and things that they're listening to on Spotify. We're getting That's a lot really of love. That's really cool. Yeah. I liked Spotify, uh, the one that got away. Own it for a few folks, you know, full disclosure, but not enough. When you talk about that, you're talking about the stock. Yeah. The aren't stock following spot. S-P-O-T. Holy cow. Anyways, all right, let's go. We got a question from Amanda today. Amanda, what do you got? Three, two, one. Let's go. Hey, guys. It's Amanda from Wisconsin. My question has to do with building your family. Um, sometimes people run into unexpected financial obstacles when it comes to creating their family, whether that's infertility or desire to adopt. When it comes to that, what is the best way to tackle that from a financial perspective, um, keeping your future financial health in mind? And also, I just wanted to say that I listen to your guys' podcast um, usually during my work day. Cool. There you go. Some of you may be listening going, why did she tell us that? Because like, I don't know, probably back in August when she sent this question in, it's been sitting in the queue that long. Uh, we were asking, where do you listen to the podcast? Why did we ask that? What were we going to do? I have no idea. We're I'd have to s- go back and listen to that episode. All right, if you're listening at work, we've got five tips on uh, how to pretend you're still working. What would we have done with that information? 
I have no idea. Okay. Why did you ask that? Inquiring minds want to know. I want to know. No, I think you asked that. Why would I ask? I have no idea. Because I remember distinctly, we I were like, like I wonder where people work. And you were like, we should ask them. Let us know. Where well, do you eventually, listen? Uh, eventually tell us, work. and where then you eventually listen? you'll let me know like four months later. Thanks. Why we did that. Well, no, you'll let me know their answer four months later because it's... This is what I deal with every day. Every day. Okay. um, This is an interesting question. I want to see how you're going to tackle this one, Daniel. Thanks. (laughs) So to be clear, Amanda, we don't have uh, in our family uh, experience with this particular unexpected expense uh, as far as infertility and adoption. We've not gone through either of those processes, but we do... Uh, know some people who have, and we did have two very distinctly different uh, sort of uh, birthing costs with our kids because we were on one insurance plan for one of them, which wasn't terrible, and then we were on another insurance plan for the other, and basically we paid for everything uh, minus the courtesy discounts that they give you uh, when they send you your bill, so you don't have to pay a hundred thousand; you just pay like five thousand. That kind of thing. That's so, a lot of courtesy discounts. Well, ninety five thousand. It makes you feel good, right? You got ninety five percent off your hospital bill. Thanks. Um, yeah, but when it comes to this, it's like any other uh, sort of unexpected expense. So obviously, uh, you can be saving for it on the front end if, if this is a goal that's on the horizon uh, coming down. Now, you s- said it's unexpected, so I imagine maybe uh, you were going a more traditional route, and then that didn't pan out, and so now you're faced with uh, five or ten or tens of thousands of dollars uh, in, in really unexpected that you couldn't have planned for on the front end. Now, you have some resources available to you, potentially family, uh, potentially fundraising. Uh, this is the type of thing that we've seen, especially more on the adoption side, because uh, for whatever reason, infertility is not talked about uh, as often publicly, uh, on the front end at least. Uh, with the adoption side, we've seen a lot of people do fundraising, um, various types of fundraising, whether that's, you know, like, uh, you know, rummage sale type of stuff where they, you know, they get their friends to donate all kinds of cool, unique stuff in their house and then sell that to uh, GoFundMe type of campaigns and, and things like that. So there's some creativity there. I guess it depends on on how private you want to be about it, uh, how much you want to involve the community of people around you. And if it is something that you just want to deal with personally and financially on your own, uh, then you're going to have to pull from somewhere, some other goal in life. If if you are committed to taking these steps forward and these steps cost X amount, then you're going to have to either decrease retirement savings for a, a time period, which is just you're making a commitment that this is what you want for your family. And so you're going to kind of pull back on retirement savings for a while. Um, you could get really strict with your budget in other areas. I would not suggest significantly financing this at high interest rates, um, but there may be other opportunities, whether it's to refinance the house or or things like that. So you really have to look at, you know, where are the opportunities? And without knowing kind of your entire financial picture, it's hard to say, definitely go look at this opportunity or that opportunity, but get creative, look at what's there and... I don't know. Work with work with what you have. Uh, what would you add to that? Oh, I'm going to take a lot of flack for my answer, and that's okay um, because that's what I think. If we don't, you know, hit it between the eyes, I think that uh, um, that we're not doing our job. So you just mind your p's and q's, Buster. The first and foremost, I would say, is that you've got to, to the best of your ability, separate out the emotion um, from the financial uh, cost of this and you've done that to a degree by simply reaching out and saying I'm going to uh, I'm going to 
seek some guidance on the finance side as opposed to just going out and doing that. So I'm going to agree with Daniel. The, the word I picked up in your question was unexpected, and the unexpected means, to, to my interpretation, you are going down this route. Um, possibly there's some infer- infertility issues, and so now you're exploring um, adoption, all these ancillary costs. Okay. Um, it's not an emergency, all right, this is not an emergency where you are tapping your six-month emergency fund because your roof is leaking and you need a new roof. Your HVAC is out. Your family's cold. You've lost a job. You've got to put food on the table. This is not an emergency. Now, that's hard to separate because you've been in your mind. It's time. We're going to start working towards growing our family. And now we found out we couldn't, and you're going to have people all around you going, oh, wow, what are you going to do? Are you going to adopt? Are you without? They're not going, are you going to adopt and pay $50,000? Are you going to mm-hmm. adopt? Are you going to do the um, whatever the, what's that called? We're in vitro and pay yeah. 10000 per, per time and so forth? Uh, I mean, they're not saying that. They're going to go, oh, what are you going to do, right? Okay, so it's your job to say, okay, let's explore this from a financial perspective. This is kind of like, this is where I'm going to catch some flack. And, and please, please, I'm not trying to be insensitive here about this. But this is like putting an addition on your house or building a pool or something like that. This is not, this is not an emergency. This is something you desire and you have to pay for it. It's as simple as that. And again, I realize that's pretty insensitive. I'm talking about a life and you're saying, but it's, that's the facts. So just as Daniel said, and he did a very nice job, how would you put a $50,000 addition on your house? How would you build a $50,000 new kitchen? How would you build a $75,000, $100,000 pool in your backyard? How would you do those things? So you have to look and you have to say, okay, we are going to save more, finance more, pull equity out of the home, whatever the case is, in order to do that. Most of these organizations have financing opportunities that you have to be well aware of what you're getting yourself into. Uh, well aware. Side note, do you know you can buy your own private travel insurance and you can get heck of a rates? This is not a plug for an admin, but the reason I'm thinking about this is, is that we pay way too much in travel insurance when we buy it from the place we're booking travel. Yeah, my, we've always done it privately. That's impressive. Thanks for sharing that one with me. But my point is, is that if you're going to, let's say, an adoption agency, my understanding is many of them have financing arms as well. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like financing your automobile within the dealership. Most of the time, and I think you have to explore this, you might be able to get better options elsewhere looking at this on your own. So again, I think it's just one of these things, Amanda, that you have to weigh the pros and cons. You do have have an emotional component though all right so i'm going to bring the emotion back in and what i mean by that is if family multiple children is let's say your ultimate goal you know again now i'm going to say you didn't need the addition you didn't need the pool you don't need the kid you know that's not really but if in your mind you're like no this is a must have i must have children we must continue on and grow the family then prioritize that Work it into the budget, figure out how it's going to impact. And you might work, you may have to work another five to 10 years. You may have to sacrifice that next thing. You may have to scale, and that's okay. But it all comes down to the math. So, bravo for even bringing this to our attention, like bringing the question up. Bravo for that because you're there, you're there going, well, this has to be looked at like a business decision, but firmly commit to that. 
And then when you do, go for it. Absolutely. Make sure all your ducks are in a row. You've laid it out. You know how many more years you're going to have to work, et cetera, et cetera. Do whatever it is that you do. Pray about it. Find peace. Talk to those that you, you know, find wise counsel from, et cetera. And then, boom, go forward. And God bless you as you continue to grow this family. That's fantastic. Anything else you got for Amanda? Yeah, I mean, to summarize, we're basically saying count the costs and make sure that the plan that that affects is something that you're uh, willing to take the trade-offs on. That's so, exactly right. Uh, whether that's instead of retiring at 65, you're going to retire at 75, but you've laid out that plan and you understand the sacrifices you're making here in the front end. People tend to get really emotional about certain things. It's like, oh, no, we're doing this. Like We're doing this. We're spending it. And, and then you go, wait a second. You've been working so hard on this plan, and just because we have this emotional thing that plays out, now you're going to throw that plan away. So you have to really take a big, deep breath Make sure you're, you know, following the right steps, looking at all of the all of the options, the costs, et cetera, as Daniel said, and then move forward. So that's a great question, Amanda. And thanks so much for courageously uh, sending that to us because I know it's a touchy subject. All she did was send us a question via her smartphone to podcast at DIYmoney.org. She did it back in August, took a little while, but hey, she gets a $25 Amazon gift card, boom, to use for those Christmas presents this year. So thanks so much for that, Amanda. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty darn simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.